Academy. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Man. Oh my god. Are we fucking recording? I think so. Oh okay. Well shit. Okay. Oh, Welcome wait. to the Gore Club Podcast, everybody. Hi. <laughs> I'm, Steve, that beer I'm Steve Vessel. That's Model Dave. I'm Ace. Yeah. We're, we're chatting about really bad movies that we're not going to talk about at all. No, we're talking about Police Academy, right? Oh no, we can't wait. Mahoney. No, Mahoney. God, the first one's great. Books. <laughs> it's so not. It's just like a, it's one of the few '80s movies that, that kind of made through the PC culture. It hasn't been canceled yet. Oh, it will. No, I mean, there's like, I mean, think about it. There's not a whole lot of, there's not, it's not like watching Revenge of the Nerds. You're like, this is fucked up. Yeah, they don't just rape somebody and right. <laughs> like they yeah. do Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. It's, 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 no. it's kind of like kitty humor for, you know, well, 18-year-olds. For 18-year-olds? Are yeah. you sure? Is that, is that where they go? No, speaking of 18-year-olds. What? We're all 18. Again, yeah. we're going to go back in time, Dave. <laughs> back in time. Back in time. <laughs> when our the man the man of our dreams started making movies, Death Metal Dave got married. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Nicholas Cage did. Nicholas fucking Cage. Nicholas Nick Kim, Cage. Nicholas Kim Coppola. Huh? That's what I got. What do you got? We've got a lot of movies from a man. <laughs> He's like, let's just get to it, motherfucker. <laughs> let's just get to it. There's a lot to talk about. I, I don't know. need to go back through his. He's I'm a Coppola. Who cares? Well, okay, so he's the son of Augusta and Joy Coppola, and he's the nephew of Francis Ford Coppola. So if you don't know who Francis Ford Coppola is, let me tell you. He directed Apocalypse Now and Bram Stoker's Dracula, which has, you know, Sid Vicious and John Wick and Hannibal Lecter in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It does. Uh, let's see. Uh, he also directed fucking Francis Ford Coppola for Horror Nerds, directed uh, Dementia 13. So if you have a $5 collection of horror films, it's on there. So at least yeah. on one of his films. <laughs> Where did Nicolas Cage get his stage name from? Does anybody know? Okay. Come on, comic book nerd. Luke Cage. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. And he is, uh, yeah, he's a he's a huge comic book nerd, which that makes me kind of happy. I like. Yeah. And I I actually enjoy Nicolas Cage. We've talked about him many times, and I always say, "Cage me, baby." I don't give a fuck. <laughs> the worst worst movies ever. He's usually in, or some of the best. Isn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, that's weird. He's he's definitely turning into this genre actor, but we'll get to that. He was he was we'll always get to that. He was he was established at first, right? He was in a bunch of good movies. Oh yeah, well I mean, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I think he was. I don't know if he's actually in that movie or he's seen got cut because I don't remember him being. No, in that he's movie. in it. He's uh he's one of the cooks at the place where like Brad works. Oh, okay, and it's literally like there's just some scene and it cuts to them and they're just reacting. You gotta and, pay your dues somewhere. He was also in that weird commercial where he's playing a video game and dancing in a. Mini Mart. That sounds like a Dr. Pepper commercial. It just, With it, David Knott. Just, just, just Google, Google search it. You'll okay. find it. Okay. I mean, yeah, we've got a huge list on the whiteboard of Doom. Uh, I don't care about Valley Girl, Rumblefish. Eh. Raising Arizona is actually fucking awesome. It's a Coen Brothers comedy. Yes. Okay. I was like, I love that movie. <laughs> I mean, man. we could talk all about that. No, I don't want to. Let's we just... got a kid writing fart on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. He dated. I uh, got. He dated Jenny Wright from like Near Dark, and he was married to Patricia Arquette. Lucky fucker. He proposed. He proposed to her on the day that they met, and she gave him like a list of things, he, of hoops that he had to jump through. And when he started doing that, she was. She had to like distance herself from him. She was like, "Oh shit, he's taking all of this really serious." Yeah. And then they got married like years later. Yeah. And then divorced. Shocker. <laughs> as, as, as happens. But, I mean, you know, he's been married and divorced a few times. Oh, uh, yeah. He Big Elvis to, fan. Yeah, he wanted to fuck Elvis so bad. <laughs> that he that fucked he... his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine that? Like, could you imagine fucking somebody that was so into your parents? 
Like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, it would be weird no. if somebody was just like, "Hey, I'm really into your dad. Let me fuck you." He's like, "Tell me more about your dad." <laughs> Slowly. Oh, he just fuck. did it so he can get access to Graceland. That's all he did. He just wanted to get access to that, that that secret part of Graceland. Oh, the the, uh, the, the he, tunnels and shit. The tunnels. He yeah. yeah, he got the, it. The he, secret room with the mirrors, the sex mirrors. That's right. Oh and he god. He did all kinds of dirty things to Lisa Marie, probably while thinking about her dad. So, anyways, anyways the next movie. <laughs> he trained. He trained in jujitsu, jeet kune do, wing chun, and not to be confused with wang chun because that's a different thing. Uh, let's see. He one of the things that I found was well, that really weird before we jump in the movies is that he one day woke up to a naked man. Eating a fudge sickle in front of his bed. True story. Yeah. I looked that up. Yeah, I even found a news article about that. What fucking that. year was that? I don't remember the damn it, I didn't make a notice. Was that like but I I looked twenty twenty or like are we talking about? <laughs> oh no, like no, in it wasn't 80s. that long ago. Yeah. I mean it was like, yeah, it was like twenty years ago, maybe. Oh, which okay. doesn't seem like that long ago when you're old. I don't think he normal. pressed charges. Oh god. I, don't know. I thought I read that. Like I don't think he was just like, hey, just leave or like he didn't like Lock the guy up or you know, anything. You know, you know how fucking level-headed you have to be if you wake up to somebody just eating a fudge sickle naked at the end of your bed? I don't want to ever I mean, think about just that. To, just to be like, you know, you should probably leave. Not yeah. like, holy shit, what the fuck's going on? Like, oh, hey, dude. <laughs> Why didn't you pull his jiu-jitsu on him? He's like, not the fudge sickle, no. Oh, God. Are you a Bill Cosby fan? <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Uh, you, no, I I found that on Wikipedia or IMDb, uh, I mean, whatever. IMDb. Yes, thank you guys. And uh, I, I just found the news link, and I was like, oh my god, I guess there's enough. That's all I need to know is there's a news link for it, and I just that's all I need. I didn't actually look into it. I didn't want to hear any actual details about that account. Naked man eating fudge sickle, and no, I don't want to know. I don't yeah. want to know. Uh, let's see. So let's go right Vampire's into Kiss? Vampire's let's Kiss. Just, like, let's dig just go into right it. into We that. can talk about how he got, he would auditioned for the role of in Risky Business that Tom Cruise got. Probably could have made his career right there. Oh, yeah. No, Vampire's Kiss. He didn't need that. Oh. Vampire's Kiss in 1988. And? <laughs> oh, I'm <waiting> for it. <laughs> All right, All right. directed by uh, Rob Bierman, who had never done really much anything, either before or after this fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, wrote. Let's see. That it was written by Joseph Minion, who wrote After Hours for Martin Scorsese. And it's see, it's uh, it's uh, stars Nicolas Cage, uh, Maria Conchita Alonso, who's in like Colors and Predator Two, and she did. A, there's a Running television. Man. Yeah, she's also in a TV show version of FX, the movie. Yeah, we're like the Art of Illusion. Right. I didn't know there was a fucking television <laughs> yeah, show, so I found that. Uh, let's see. Uh, he. He plays Raleigh Taylor, and he helps the NYB, in, in NYPD to hunt criminals. I was like, that's what he does in the movies. Okay, yeah. cool. That's why I never heard about it. He probably just died. Also, uh, Vampire's Kiss stars Jennifer Beals, who was in Taken. I didn't know it was a show as well, based on the movies. See, I mean, knowledge. Might as, might as well I'm be. just spewing knowledge, guys. Hey, man, that's fine. You want to talk about this movie, <laughs> about the Nicolas Cage who thinks he's a vampire? Yeah, it was a huge bomb, and it only made like uh, $700,000 on a $2 million budget. But it gave us great memes. Yeah, everyone knows that one. Everybody knows that. that <laughs> yeah. Our producer's like, what? I think the meme is more famous than the movie. Probably. I know. <laughs> I recently rewatched it because it was on Shutter, and I was like, man, this is not good. I liked it. Uh, I, I love piece of shit movies, and I, I mean, couldn't find it, so I'm glad you guys actually got to rewatch it. It reminded me of, uh, when I was watching it, it reminded me a lot of American Psycho. Where what which, I don't uh, remember that part at all. <laughs> well, it's it's like he's walking. You know, it's uh, really a movie about mental illness, and he's 
going around thinking he's this vampire and like everyone around him is like, no, you're a total loser. <laughs> like, yeah, that's and what even I remember. When he's at his office, he like even puts on like these airs that he's like, he like changes his voice. The fake and tries to Yeah. Because <laughs> his tries to, like, haven't come in yet. Yeah. And he like tries to talk like Frazier. <laughs> well, he's oh like, my God. To make himself seem important. But when he's not at work, he's just like, has a completely different accent. So the notes that I made, it says, The vampire's kiss follows the drug-fueled exploits of Peter Lowe, a yuppie, greedy club hopper that is slowly going insane to the point where he scares his therapist. <laughs> One night he takes home Rachel, Jennifer Beals, uh, who she ravishes him, and in the morning he notices that the sun hurts his eyes. And now he must be a fucking vampire, I guess? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, the spot where Rachel, quote-unquote, bit him is, is healed up, and that's why he thinks he's a vampire because he imagined, and you, you don't really know. It's like yeah. the whole thing is blurred. Do you he want like to talk cut about himself shaving. Yeah, I know. In the like, spots, we yeah, put a bandaid right on there. there. <laughs> is he or is he not a vampire? That's the question. Find out in the Vampire's Kiss. That was the end of my notes. <laughs> there's a lot of to, I didn't get to rewatch it. Well, there's a lot of like Nosferatu references. There's there's like one I noticed where he's like walking down the stairs and it's kind of like his shadow and he's just kind of doing the like ghoulish walk down oh, the, the stairs through on the, the club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Which. If you don't know what that's from, you're just like, why the fuck is he walking like that? <laughs> but I thought that was great. Uh, I just, I don't know. At first, I thought it was really stupid. The more I watched it, and you get to the end of it, and I was like, man, this is actually really sad. <laughs> but See, it's I, sad, Dave. I, I liked it. Shitting I, on a sad movie. Whatever. <laughs> okay, well, the fuck it. We'll just jump to Wild at Heart, which was one of my favorite Nicolas Cage films. And it's, I know, you know how I know? Because it's the only one I have on VHS. I don't, on, I don't have Con Air. Table. I don't have Face Off. I have Wild at Heart. Mm. Uh, let's see. Described as a, I looked this up. I, it's described as a black comedy romantic crime film. And I'm like, there is that's that's the scratchy the I surface don't know of how this much movie. Comedies in that. If you very loose. Yeah. <laughs> if you know David Lynch movies, you know David Lynch movies. It's like that's not that's so simple. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even like black comedy romantic crime film. Yeah, so the, like Naked Lunch is just a rom-com? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage is Sailor, and Laura Dern is Lula. Let's see, Willem Dafoe, by the way, is badass in this fucking movie. Willem well, Dafoe's teeth are absolutely disgusting in I this know. movie. It's so, they're like little baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah, he plays Bobby Peru, and Crispin Glover, right after like um, uh, Friday the 13th Part 4, plays Jingledale. Remember that? He dresses up in Santa's suit and thinks it's Christmas 24-7, and he makes sandwiches all day. <laughs> Just piles of sandwiches on this fucking table. And his mom like interrupts, and he's like, I'm making my lunch! <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton is awesome. Uh, Calvin Lockhart, who's in like The Beast Must Die, who's the main star of The Beast Must Die. It was an old uh, Amicus film, I think. And uh, he's actually the uh, big dreaded uh, uh, voodoo guy in Predator 2. He's like, oh, he's almost kind of like Candyman or meets, uh, like, fucking... Best Reverend. speech, no stopping what can't be stopped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Wild Heart is... That movie is so... The the, the failed... Okay. Uh, how to describe this movie? The opening scene to that movie is a fucking 10. Like, he just... Like, the <laughs> like the guy, they try to set him up like her crazy mom. Right. And then they're, like, in a, walking down the stairs, that whole big, huge stairs they're walking down, and then he just stomps that guy's ass and then turns around and, Fucking, like, points at his mom with that cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, but he does it, like, Elvis-style <laughs> like point. does the point, yeah. like, Elvis. So I was oh, like, my God. Oh, man. That was one of my notes. Sailor and Lulu are in love, but Mama wants that cage dick. Because the whole thing is that his her mom is more, you know, wants to fuck him, and he, he like, jilts her. Yeah. So then she just sets him up and tries to get him killed throughout the whole movie, which is where, like, um, 
Uh, Harry Dean Stanton comes in, too, and then uh, Willem Dafoe's character. And it's like a fucked-up uh, Wizard of Oz movie. If you watch the whole thing, it's got the, all those little characters, and there's all these like weird dream trip movie uh, yeah. sequences. Uh, and then there's like the end of this, like Glinda the Good Witch shows up. And yeah. it's, <laughs> the best part everyone remembers is the, uh, the, the club scene. I know oh, you all yeah. know what I'm talking about. Power yeah. Man. Power Man, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the snakeskin uh, jacket uh, yeah. uh, 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 speech he does. This is a snakeskin it's a, jacket. a symbol of my, oh, God. It's a symbol of my, whatever. Individuality. Individuality, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you guys just want to keep going or what, man? Yeah. Let's I know. See. It's a, That one's a really fucking amazing <laughs> film. If you have not watched Wild Heart People, watch it. It's been yeah. a while since I've seen that one, so maybe I need it's to rewatch it. I probably should have before we did this, but... Uh, you got a few other ones up there. You can go into like Honeymoon in Vegas. No. City of Angels, right? No. no. Traps no. of Paradise. No. Con Air. Con Air. Hey, Con Air. talking about Con Air. You want to talk about Con Air? Come on. Steve Buscemi. He's a psychotic killer. Okay. Danny Trejo's in it. I know. No, I love I loved that movie. Lots I was very surprised. Yeah, you, know, you know what's absolutely the crazy cage about mullet. Like Con Air was like a pre-9-11 movie. So they're like watching that movie and like, He's this decorated war veteran, and he shows up to a bar, and these rednecks are like, "We don't like your kind around here, war boy." And it was <laughs> like, like Rambo. Yeah, like, like they're just first like first blood. It's like what bar would you walk into nowadays where a bunch of rednecks are like, "Get out of here, soldier! We don't like you at all. <laughs> this is insane." No, <laughs> and then challenge you to a fight in the parking lot. And he, you know what's what's what you say? His weapons or his hands are fucking uh, um, <laughs> registered weapons. Registered I guess. weapons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can go to jail for protecting hey, yourself. That, that thing that douchebags say when they don't want to get into a fight. I'm registered as a deadly weapon. Yeah. Oh my god. Or Bruce Lee. He's not a douchebag, but apparently he used that yeah. too. I yeah. can't. You. I, I would kill you, and then I go to prison. Not according to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, Face Off. Yeah, Face Off. That movie. Was, oh. oh man. How okay, about that Dave. Face Off? Face Off. So John Travolta <laughs> and Nicolas Cage switch faces. John Travolta is the good guy, but fuck him. And then they were like, "Well, we're going to give Nicolas Cage your face. He's a killer." And they, it's, they don't change their acting style. No, they don't. It's the they, same. It's they, their, they, with their characters, but with different faces. Yeah, so Nicholas Cage. That's, that's reality, yeah. people. So, 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 so Nick, <laughs> we're going to call him Nick Cage. Whenever it's an action movie, it's, it's Nick. Nick. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's a, he's a killer. And uh, John Again. Travolta is the uh, the cop. Yeah. And they have this great idea. They're just going to switch their faces, and now that's how they're going to bust everybody. Nobody will know. I no. think we're there, like, at, at real time. Like, people are doing this. Oh, okay, yeah, I think so. After yeah, they're gonna like the Bezos people are gonna go to space and then that's just... that. That was that was a that was a conspiracy theory that that Biden, are you fucking and Trump serious? switched faces? Oh, oh yeah, God. it was a real thing. I read it on the internet. Apparently, yeah. Face Off has that great soundtrack by the Goo Goo Dolls, right? Oh no, I, no I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> the city of angels. <laughs> we don't have to dwell. We don't have to dwell on this movie. I'm just saying it's awesome, and this is what this is the point. This is the exact point where Nicolas Cage '97 is the year of action Cage. This is where it takes off for him. It gives him so many other opportunities. People are like, hey, this guy can potentially be an action star. And I believe this was the same, around the same time where they were talking about making him Superman. Oh, my God. The Tim Burton Superman. Tim Superman. Yeah. yeah. And if you've never, if you don't know what I'm talking about, so Burton was going to make a Superman movie that was written by Kevin Smith. And Sounds amazing when you on, on, think about yeah. it. On then. paper, it would, it would be a fucking disaster because no. <laughs> you're like, we're going to print money with this thing, baby. Yeah. You wrote Mall Rats. Yeah. You should you, do things. Well, no, I, I have all confidence in Kevin Smith. I have no confidence in Tim Burton. Okay. Because I'm surprised that, like, you know, if he made it now, it would just be like Johnny Depp and Helen Levon and Carter. 
I don't know. I think he would just be like, yeah, you're right. It's a big fuck yeah. you. Yeah. It would be like, a Superman with a Robert <laughs> Smith haircut. Well, they're like. thinking, oh, my God, you know, Batman, Batman Returns is so yeah. fucking good. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. hey, we could give him this, and he'll make it just as dark. Yeah. And then you get Nicolas Cage and a mullet. And if you've never seen the mullet. pictures, you could find them online. There's video and it, on Yeah, there's video. And it's just, it's, uh, yeah. Um, there's video of Linnaeus Quigley's uh, ex-husband, who is Stephen Johnson from, like, Special effects for Ghostbusters and like Night of the Demons. He did the suit and it's all like fiber optic, which I guess was a big deal at that time. Remember those yeah. lamps that you could turn on? Okay, yeah, that's in so the suit. Like and it's making this, it, it looks like the Green Lantern suit. <laughs> I don't know how you would move around in that and not just be like a total robot throughout the whole movie. It looks bad when you watch the YouTube videos. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that didn't happen. And if you want to know why it didn't happen, Kevin Smith tells a great story. You can just look it up. Just look up Kevin Smith, Superman, Tim Burton, and you'll find out all about it. So we can move on from there to City of Angels. Anything? No. no. Snake Eyes. Who <laughs> goo dolls? That makes me cry. Take away from that movie. Number one soundtrack of all time. Yeah, Snake Eyes. I don't eyes. Know if you have it, but I don't. No, I, don't, I don't. I don't either. Okay. Right, I was so. in eighth grade when that movie came out, and all I remember on the radio was that stupid song nonstop for like a year straight. I can hear the opening <laughs> strings, and I think I want to throw the fuck up, man. Yeah, former Metal Blade Records. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> what? They were on Metal what? Blade Records. They were on time. Metal Blade. That was, oh, that was a real thing. And then no. they did the City of Angels soundtrack. <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck is going on here? We need to focus. They were just like, chiching. <clears throat> so we had Snake Eyes, which was like was a fun. casino movie. Yeah, it was. But it wasn't. Gary Sinise was like his the top of his game at the point at this point, and then that's all I really cared about. And then, oh, Nicolas Cage is in this too. Yeah. yeah and it's no mystery. That was the weird thing. 98, like, yeah. was, 98 was a good year for him too, because... Eight millimeter came out. God damn. Eight millimeter. I worked at a video store when this movie came out on video. You know what everybody called it? Eight M M. Oh, whole, that's right. We had a whole wall. People were like you got eight M M. No. If you don't know what Dave's talking about, watch our uh, our YouTube video yeah. on VHS nightmares. Yeah. So uh, people run people would store. always get it wrong, but I saw this movie. In the CK theater. no evil. This CK is America. No, damn it! No, we don't use a metric system. I know. <laughs> people were really confused. Uh, uh, eight inches. So it's a neo noir <laughs> crime thriller. And if you've, uh, I, I was talking to Ace before everybody got here. If you ever seen the movie, the George C. Scott movie called Hardcore where he's like finds out his daughter's in a in a porno film and he's trying to figure out you know cuz all how dare her but uh, back then it was a, i guess just oh, it was bad that reaction scene then you've got 8mm which it's about a fucking snuff film yeah guy dies and Joel Schumacher who just who, who directed this like Lost Boys you know the great Batman films of course uh Arrest in mm. Pictures baby uh, let's see it's written by Kevin uh, Andrew Kevin Walker who did like Brain Scan 7 uh, Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow he worked on the scripts for like Event Horizon and Fight Club. So Andrew Kevin Walker was a big thing at the time. And then I remember I saw his name and I saw Joel Schumacher. I didn't give a fuck about Nicolas Cage at the time. Yeah. So I went and saw this movie. <clears throat> fuck. Yeah, <laughs> also has yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, James Gandolfini. Yeah, but I know. A quick rundown is a... Is a Peter Stormare. <clears throat> uh, old guy dies. Old rich fucker dies. Yes, he does. And his wife is going through her, his shit and finds a reel-to-reel movie. That appears to be a snuff film. Yeah. And uh it appears to be a torture porn. Torture porn. Besides, snuff. But not Eli Roth. No, no, okay. no, no. They found a copy of Saw on their house. <laughs> 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 it's just hostile. Charlie to Sheen and Nicholas Cage going, This has gotta be real. <laughs> but uh so so he they hire Nicholas Cage, his character, to to figure out like, is this real? Is this girl alive? And it has lots of twists and turns. If you've never seen it, you should absolutely watch it. Yeah, man. But the scene where he's watching it is is so it's it, he, it's a he, reaction video. It's a reaction, reaction video because they don't thing. actually really show it to you, but you get to see him watching it, and it's 
it's so bad, but it's good. It's like it's 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 right. If you well, it's, you think it, that was the time when somebody's going like, "Oh, this guy's not a good actor." It's it, <laughs> he's really doing. He's really he's going at a four board. and then a ten and right. then back to a four and then an eight and then to a one and then to back to ten. Like, is all kinds of emotion going on in this short time he's watching this movie? But uh, it's it's really good. I, I highly recommend everybody watch that and skip the second one because fuck that movie. Oh, I never saw the second one. The character of the uh, the guy who's supposed to be the murderer in the movie is the, the character's name is the Machine, and his name is what is it? I found it. Mark ba- Bauer. He's in The Wire, True Blood, and he plays the pedo. <laughs> and uh, Devil's Advocate, you remember that? He's like the defending him when he gets yeah. off. But they met on the set of Face Off, and I guess they were like, hey, you know what? You'd be a great torture porn, like fucking snuff <laughs> film guy in fucking <laughs> our <laughs> next movie. You hey, like you look like a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, you look oh like my creep. God. Yeah, man. What the, I don't know. Okay. Let's go on to Bringing Out the Dead. Oh, man. I, it's not a horror film. I know. I've, I've, only, I've only seen that one once, and the only thing I take from it is the only thing I remember Tom Sizemore. Well, yeah. The only thing I really remember is the scene where he's he's trying to call in. He goes to work, and he's like, fuck it. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit. And they're like, you can't quit. We need you. He's like, I'm, I'm leaving. He's like, look, if you work tonight, I promise you I'll fire you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, fuck. And he goes back to work. Ving Rames, John Goodman, uh, Tom Sizemore, yeah. coked up, fucking raging him yeah. and Nicolas Cage side by side in an in a, in a EMT van is, is, is magic. I wasn't very sober always in water. So. Oh, you don't remember this movie that much? No, nah, no. It is a fucked up movie, and he keeps seeing these visions of a dead woman, and you don't really know. I'm not going to spoil the whole film. Uh, you have any notes on this, Ace, at all? Uh, that, I just there's the guy who's always asking for a glass of water in the emergency room, which well, uh, Jennifer Lopez's ex. Jennifer Lopez's yeah. ex-husband, Mark which Anthony. I did not realize till later on. Yeah, with dreadlock, like a yeah. bad, like a. Uh, um, but that, just the sheer craziness of him working there. I remember watching it, and I was like, man, it would be awesome to be a paramedic in New York. I don't know. It looked, it looked so insane. I was just like, man, like going to work every night, you don't know what's going to happen. When like, Tom Sosmore finally loses it and talks Nicolas Cage into committing murder, you're yeah. like, uh, no. <laughs> what are you? And they're hunting down Mark Anthony to yeah. kill him. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, what the fuck? No, no. I don't know what you're thinking about kind of job. Like, <laughs> fuck that. You a lot of action. You can work at a gas station. Those can get wild, too, man. Yeah. We're going to have to get you some uh, some, some sedatives over there, buddy. It also had a great soundtrack, too. It does, actually, yeah. I mean, I mean it's a Martin Scorsese film, but it looks amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's uh, so good. I love it. Uh, I put Shadow of the Vampire on there. We've talked about that before, that he was one of the people who helped make that movie happen he's a main producer of that film it's there's that's really about it uh if you haven't seen that film it's willem dafoe as nosferatu as if nosferatu was a real character and john malkovich is a, a, a murnau and he hires him to be in his movie and he lets him kill the whole fucking cast it's great yeah <laughs> I, just, the, I just remember the trailer for that where like willem dafoe is like max shrek and he's just like i'll eat him later yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. These guys want to go on to uh, National, National Treasure. National Treasure, which that's what Nicolas Cage is in 2004. He's a National Treasure. We can go on from there. Okay. I've got <laughs> still the Wicker Declaration Man. of Independence. Uh, <laughs> just what a fucking weird Did movie. Did they make sequels to that? They made like three one. of them. Oh. Isn't, there, isn't there three of them? I saw the second one in the theater with a bunch of people. <laughs> Well, you were young. We'll give it to you. I mean, it's just a, it's just an action movie. It's like, it's like uh, a poor man in Indiana Jones. It yeah, should be in the museum, but actually it shouldn't be in the museum. That's why he's stealing shit. Because yeah, so it's not, in the, fact, a national he's treasure. The, he's the anti-Indiana Jones. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Wicker Man, 2006. There are three of those movies, by the way. I'm going to steal the Wicker, Wicker Man. Man. Uh, the movie that gave us a meme that's not even in the movie. 
<laughs> Bees. Yeah. Based on The Wicker Man of 1973, which itself is based on the novel The Ritual, which uh, at this point, let's see, what is, what is, okay, everyone knows this movie, and I actually went back and rewatched it, and I don't remember, it's not as bad as I remember. I've, Maybe I'm fucking stupid inside. I know I am. I love these piece of shit movies, so. That opening scene, I kept waiting for him to wake up from a dream, and I was like, no, this actually happened. Like, he was yeah. just, he pulled somebody over, and they get ran over by a semi. Well, because that seems like they keep going back to that scene. Yeah. Like, Did it happen? Didn't it happen? That's kind of compelling, besides Nicolas Cage's acting. But then I went back, after I watched this movie, I went back and I watched the original, and this is something I had to look up, and there, like a lot of the dialogue is the exact same dialogue from the original yeah, film. Yeah, I noticed that watching. I was that. like, well, I didn't the first time I watched it. Whenever it came out, I guess what two thousand. I mean, I didn't see it like two till like two thousand eight, but um, I was like, what the fuck? So it should be good. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's not that bad. This movie would have been better if they just recast Christopher Lee. <laughs> just in the same role. Uh, was it Ellen Burst is 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 playing his role and, and she's like uh, a she's, good actress too. Yeah, and, and it's just not good. Not good in the movie. Yeah. Listen to her say the same lines that he says. It's like it's not as ominous. You're just dialing it in, girl. Go back to the Exorcist. She's I mean she's yeah. fantastic know, in all yeah. of the roles that she's done. Know, Exorcist like she, is like her big thing for horror films. She's like requiem for a dream. Like, oh, that's right. <laughs> holy shit, yeah. that's so good. <laughs> like it's just amazing. And I was like, man, this is disappointing. Yeah, but I remember when I rewatched it. This is my notes. It's like it's not a European island. Bummer. It's fucking yeah. Washington. Yeah, they're like on some <laughs> island off Seattle somewhere. Like. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's not a virgin. Bummer. Just, these are my notes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Why, will any of these questions be answered? Probably not. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just wrote down Nicolas Cage is just a dick in this movie. Right, he is. <laughs> like, he just, like, there's a bee flying around, and they're, like, known for their honey. And, like, he just takes that beer stein and is like, bam. Like, <laughs> Take that bee. an asshole. And it's the same kind of character that uh, Woodward played in the original one, where he's just like, I'm uh, I'm in charge, and you're all or nothing. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he was kind of like a no-nonsense guy, whereas yeah. Nicolas Cage was just kind of like, like, yeah, I'm just like, all nonsense. He's like karate kicking women in the face yeah. and like, <laughs> like punching women multiple times. He probably times. wrote that into the script. He's like, I got to be able to at least karate kick one or two people. He's action. He's action. <laughs> karate kick that just, woman. I don't care who it I'll is. I'll be saw that on YouTube. But just, shit. just drawing straws between the cast. Who's getting kicked today? Oh, God. Let's see. Let's. See. I wrote down the airplane harbor pilot. Is he a delivery guy or just a money whore? Because he's like, no, you yeah. can't go there. <laughs> Even though I guess he's part of the whole plan, but yeah. then he ends up dead later, so I've been so confused oh, on that. Yeah. And he just did it for money. He's a money whore. Also, uh, All the houses a- look like they're made at a Cracker Barrel fucking, like, Restaurants, so they all look yeah. like to me. Yeah, uh, I put down here the solid wig, wig in this film. I was gonna do oh, a Nicolas yeah. Cage a wig rating in these movies, but oh, yeah? he's got a pretty good wig. Yeah, in I mean, this movie. Yeah, you could still do that. So on a scale of uh, one to ten, how how good is this wig, Steve? Four. All right, good. Uh, there's two. There's, there's good, two. Li- there's two other lines from this movie that are uh, just as good as the uh, the bees. Which is when he's holding the, he says the doll or whatever, and he goes, "How did it get burned? How did it get burned?" <laughs> <laughs> and the other one where Fire, he just Nick. goes, "All of my notes are awful away, too." Goes, step away from the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man! All my notes are just awful. It's like you know, he, he jumps into the water to get to the airplane when there's a boat right next to him. Why? Yeah. Because it's like right there on the pier. Okay, anyway. I mean, maybe he doesn't know how to sail a boat. He knows how to fly an airplane. And my other note was like he just slugs every woman he sees. It's <laughs> yeah. like he just punches, pow. He's like in a bear suit just <laughs> punching women in the face. And uh, what we talked about is like the, everyone knows the bees scene. And it's not even in the fucking movie. It's not the theatrical. I've got the uncut version. And it's not in that. It's in the special features. I watched the PG-13 version. Because you hate which, yourself. Yeah, which left out. <laughs> so I noticed it when they were taking him. 
to the wicker man and you just hear like an audio clip of them like breaking his legs where I guess in the unrated version it shows that they t- they torture him yeah. put the bee nest on they, him that's why when you see him he's all swollen up yeah. but not like muscular they cut all that out of the theatrical cut which yeah. was the PG-13 that, that was during the time too when a lot of movies were being leased in the early 2000s where you would get both where you get two yeah. versions, they would try to be like, all right, we've got the unrated version, then we've got the PG thirteen version. Yeah, that was before you could get DVD and Blu ray discs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they uh, Christopher Lee owned the film rights to the original and this this one. Um, let's see, it was nominated for five Raspberry Awards and it won so one you, Razzies. Yeah, the Razzies. Razzies. Oh, and then let's see, the end. It's actually dedicated to Johnny Ramone. I saw yeah. that. Because that that shows that I actually went back and rewatched it. I Is James Franco's in the end of it? Like he just shows up for like five minutes. He's an established actor at the time. I know. He's like, I'll do a cameo in Wicker Man. <laughs> he's so young. <laughs> like he's like he'd been around long enough. He like didn't they were filming on the same lot. They were doing Freaks and Geeks. I and guess. Like, hey, I don't know. You wanna... <laughs> it was like 2006, though, right? I yeah. Mean, it, it was between like Freaks and Geeks and when he did like his breakout role as like James Dean in the in the James Dean movie he did, where he thinking, looked just like fucking James Dean. Maybe I'm thinking he's been famous for longer. I don't know. Yeah, you just like Freaks and Geeks, man. I guess. Yes, huh. so what's uh, next? Well, we got oh, God, one we've I, talked about before, which is uh, Ghost, Rider. Ghost Rider. I talked about it on our comic book episode, so we're not going to go through the whole thing. But do you have anything man, new? Man, no, I don't have anything new. It was fucking disappointing. <laughs> yeah, like Ghost Rider forward. could be so cool, and I was so excited when it came out, and I was so let down. For such a huge comic book nerd, he made that movie happen, and it's just like, do you did you see the movie? You're, like, did you yeah. see the dailies that you're making? Did there, you Nick? see the CG, the awful CG? Uh, it's and we talked about that guy making the the villain did it because like he needed money for drugs. Yeah, because he's a drug addict. Yeah, yeah. one of the like, it's the like plastic bad guy from American Beauties and the bad guy in that movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, it's dancing with me. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we won't we won't we won't dwell on that but one. There's is, there's a scene in that movie right where they're like he's a stunt man. And he's doing the jump over the football field. Yeah. They're like, he's going to go goalpost to goalpost, 100 yards. But that's not 100 yards. It's like it's 120. 120 yards. Yeah, it's Whoops. 120. And in the movie, they say 100 yards. We don't care about <laughs> Sports logic. Sports nerd over here across the table from me. <laughs> he's replacing he's jumping, Derek. He's jumping over a bunch of stuff. It doesn't matter. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the long and short of it, the movie could have been really good. And he still wants to play Ghost Rider. And I've mentioned that before. He's, he's mentioned that if they ever reboot it or – in the official Marvel Universe, he wants to be Ghost Rider. And there is another Ghost Rider that is sort of establishing on one of the TV shows, but... I think the only way he'll play Ghost Rider again is in the PBS re- reboot of Ghost Rider. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I've got Grindhouse up there, and wow. he's in the movie all of two seconds. Yeah, so we'll skip that. Everyone remembers Chu. him as Fu Manchu during the fake trailers. <laughs> if you've like, seen the full, <laughs> yeah, if you've seen the full movie of Grindhouse all together, it has the fake trailers in between Planet Terror and Death Proof, and it's like, was the werewolf film of the, of the SS? Yeah. And Nicolas Cage, and there's a big gong, <laughs> yeah. and there's... It's fucking the worst mustache. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I loved it. I didn't give a fuck. And I still loved Nicolas Cage, so it worked for me, man. Uh, I put knowing up there. So the joke between Ace and I is that we both went to see this movie, and I didn't. We didn't go. We didn't go see it. We actually watched it, and we both fell asleep. Yeah. Together. <laughs> Together in each other's arms. Not I was excited. It's uh, directed by the same guy who did uh, like uh, Dark City and The Crow. So it, it was. Yeah. I was really into it, and I was like. Yeah, I just it, it just reminded me of the movie 2012, where they're like, "We know when the world's gonna end," yeah, and all that was just, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is the movie about? Knowing, 
Knowing, knowing things. Knowing. Okay, so what I remember is that uh, a bunch of it has like it's like 1950s and these whole little school they're having a contest for what they're going to put into a time capsule. And one of the girls just starts writing numbers down, like in like in some kind of weird fucked up sequential order or whatever. And I guess it's not a sequential order, but whatever. And she puts it in the time capsule, and then they discover it, and it's got like it's the, I don't know, it's, I didn't see the ending, so. Well, cool. they, they dig it up. My girlfriend was like, hey, you fell asleep. I was like, no, I know. They dig it up, and some kid gets it because they're handing out oh, the you papers to everybody. I, I got farther, a little farther. And this kid gets it, and then Nicolas Cage does the thing. You know, he does like an interview. He, like, he does the thing? On a big board. Does he karate kick the kid? <laughs> he punched the kid in the face <laughs> and takes it, it from him. <laughs> and then we'll just fill in the blanks. He's like, I'm going to steal these numbers. And then he hangs it up on the board, and he's like, wait, there's a pattern to this. So, oh, like, God. There's like a date and a number. And he realizes that it's connected to, like, there was something happened on this day and the numbers, the amount of people that died. So he goes and, like, looks at every single day and it matches up with all these things and realizes he gets to the end and there's more dates that have not happened yet. You see, how does he determine he's not being punked? I mean, could somebody just fucking wrote yeah. this shit down and put it in time capsule? Because you know what I'm going to do now? You could <laughs> yeah. dig up all time capsules. Just fucking open a time capsule just put some cryptic shit in there. <laughs> it's like it's being opened next week. I'll just put all kinds of things that happened in the last, like, 20 years in there. Oh, my God. There is a big super CGI subway crash in that movie. That actually woke me up. I'd fallen asleep, and then I just heard like a bunch of like crashing and people screaming, and it was just this huge CGI subway going off the rails, <laughs> just <laughs> like I, the movie did. I, I think. fell asleep again. <laughs> uh, let's see <laughs> what's next. Bad Lieutenant, which I love the first Bad Lieutenant um, mm. with uh, Harvey Keitel, and now it came out in like the early '90s, and then I was excited to see that, and I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, so it's point of New Orleans. No, point of call. Port of call, New Orleans. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. There's okay. a good burger place. I haven't place. seen it either. I, I haven't either, but I know it was there. I'm going to go try to find it's that. It's at so. the video store when I work there. Yeah, if you so, go to New Orleans, there's a good burger place called Port of Call. Maybe Nichols Cage will be there. He's got a sandwich. He owned a house in New Orleans, actually. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. He did so, before he no, fucked he up with the IRS. Yeah, he um, owned the LaLaurie Murder Mansion. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. wait, that, that's a fucking famous mansion. Yeah, oh, okay. it was famous for all these murders happened there, like kind of like pre-Civil War. Um, whether they, that's all true or not, I don't know. We took the ghost tour through New Orleans, and they were telling us the story about how everybody that's owned it has been cursed, and the last person that owned it when we went was Nicolas Cage, and it was kind of around Wicker Man, <laughs> and oh. they were like, his, maybe his uh, career has been cursed by this house. No shit. <laughs> but I did write down that I think whatever he, I can't remember what he bought it for, but it was foreclosed and sold for $2.3 million. Oh, I think he <laughs> so, lost money. Yeah, he lost a lot of money on because that house. I read that he originally bought, he used to own houses all over the world, because he didn't believe in doing stocks or any kind of like bonds or anything anything to make, you know, like to have money it's for like, the future. His land, thing was no more land. Of it. Yeah. And then, of course, during du- big W's uh, uh, time, the fucking the the property, everything just dropped. Yeah. And he lost his ass on so many properties. I know nobody gives a shit about this information, but I buried. I guarantee he lost a this shit. Is, this oh, is yeah. this is about the time where his, uh, the IRS came knocking on the door. Oh my god! Speaking <laughs> of getting roundhouse kicked. <laughs> Then he, made, then he made Ghost Rider too. Yeah, well, oh no, yeah, we get to that one. He did this, do that this, one. This is this is where his his choice of movies. Now, 2010, he didn't know he's going to be fucking broke, so we can start there. So, Kick Ass, which is awesome, amazing movie. Holy shit, I love that movie. 
Based off a comic book? One of the few comic book adaptations at that time, the people were not shitting all over the movies. Like, oh, this is awful. This X-Men sequel is garbage. Kick-Ass comes out. Everyone seemed really happy. So I went, when I went and saw it, I don't know shit about the Kick-Ass, uh, the graphic novels, or the yeah. stories. And I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. Well, it was, it, the comic Which was He Mark, plays Big Daddy. Yeah, Mark He's basically Millar. basically like a, yeah, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, Mark Millar and uh, John Romantina Jr., um, so basically, it's a, it's, a, it's a story about a kid that just wants to be a fucking superhero, just a normal everyday kid. Yeah, and he wants to be a superhero, so he decides to put on a suit and go fight people. But there is a real superhero in town, and it's Hit Girl. It's yeah, this tiny girl, Chloe, Chloe, uh, Chloe, Chloe, Chloe Grace, Grace Moretz. Moretz. Yeah, and yeah. her dad is Nick Cage. You gotta call him Nick. It's an action movie. <laughs> it's Big Daddy. Big Daddy. And uh, it's it's an amazing it's an amazingly violent superhero film. Yeah. Like I don't I can't remember I can't before remember this, seeing a violent superhero film like this before this. Yeah, well, there weren't. This is one of the first R-rated ones. They were like, oh, we can make movies like this. You know, this is before Deadpool. This yeah. is before Logan. Uh, yeah, man, Kickass is fucking rules. It was dark. I mean, because like you know, he wants to be a superhero, but he just gets the shit kicked out of him. He gets several times so bad that what? Which, what, <laughs> what? He gets he gets fucking beaten oh, up. I was just trying <laughs> to lead you on because I know he just always gets his ass because that's the thing is like he always gets ass kicked. That's what that's what uh, Nicholas Cage calls him pretty much. Like, oh, you mean ass kicked? And he said, I was ass, trying to throw jokes, kick. man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's got that fucking McLovin kid in it. What's his name? Oh my god, uh, you're from Fright Night too. Christopher and, I mean, Fright Night remake. Christopher Mince Plaza. Yeah, Plaza. Yeah, yeah they he play uh, Red Mist. Yeah, well, yeah. he eventually because Kickass goes to take on this mob boss, and they do it, and then just, just, just watch it. They fuck. They. they yeah. <laughs> that's that's why we did defeat him. I didn't. Boss. I didn't watch that one. Um, <laughs> you mean but, John Gotti? Let's have some sex, yeah. and everything will be okay. <laughs> What the fuck? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it. Uh, it's ultra violent. Yeah. I mean, hit girl just just a little this little girl just running around fucking stabbing people, and shooting people. them in yeah, the face. It's, it's it's pretty amazing. Um, you know, if like I say, if you look at stuff like The Boys, oh know, yeah, this th- is definitely influenced. This you know, or this, this definitely influenced, them. influenced that. Yeah, because yeah. it was a more grittier comic. It was it was you know it wasn't flashy it wasn't like the big superhero in his pristine cape like nicholas cage in 97 with uh, superman yeah no, i'm sure most gritty. of them have heard it i've seen this movie i've heard of this movie i mean nicholas cage fucking dies yeah his character fucking gets roasted alive it's fucked it was a, it was a weird scene too god damn yeah i love that scene everything yeah. goes dark and he's just like going out like uh, like code so she can yeah. know what to do it's awesome it always man. shows up in those like if you're like youtube like saddest movie moments it's always oh, it's yeah. always in there with like a clip from like that and like shows forrest over. gump and like et and then it's like kick ass <laughs> <laughs> uh let's move on because it's not really a horror film but it's so it's so graphic it's, it's just like it's like an exploitation comic book movie it's really good uh, i put the sorcerer's apprentice on her i have never seen it i don't care i think i watched it once but you know I'm sure it was great. What's the wig on that one? Probably like a ten. It's probably, it, it is. They had a good. <laughs> Where does this it, was, start? it was definitely a lace front. So. <laughs> oh my god. So I put season of the witch up there, and I started making notes because I was like, yeah, I remember that movie. So I started typing them up, and about three, well, three sentences, and I was like, wait, this is Black Death that I remember, <laughs> not season of the witch, like the, the Sean Bean movie. It's sort of the same. Well, that's why. It is, like, it is sort of the same. I have not seen season of the witch except uh, <laughs> except Nicholas Cage doesn't get burned. Alive, oh, he doesn't die. It has Christopher Lee is in that movie. Oh, did, did you watch? Did you, did you, did I've you, seen bits and pieces okay. and heard enough people talk about Ron it. Ron Perlman's in it. Yeah, Ron Perlman. But they also 
like nobody in that movie. So it takes place in like Europe, but nobody in the movie has any kind of. <laughs> nobody has an accent. Like nobody Nick, ever does. Nicholas Cage movies. is just talking like Nicholas Cage does, but then like somebody else will have like a European accent, and then Ron Perlman is like they're all just hanging out like a bunch of meatheads. Like, hey, yo, we're gonna get the Black Plague. It's like the eighties all <laughs> yeah. over again, like Lady Hawk <laughs> or something. That's <laughs> just terrible. Nobody has an accent, and if it's Roman, they're, they're all gonna be English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is and that? And then poor about? Christopher Lee's like should have just punched him in the face for the Wicker Man. He's like, you ruined my movie. <laughs> I know, and he's a thespian. Yeah. Hey, but this movie made money, so. Season of the Witch? God, did you look it up? I did. Oh, shit. It made $91 million. <laughs> How did it make $91 million? Out of a budget of 40 So. Wow. It was. But they probably spent that it was much successful. on successful. Was yeah. that just Donovan fans going to see it, hopefully, because it was Season a movie about Donovan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a music fan. I'm like, Nick Cage. Let's go see it. It's a Donovan biopic. Oh, Season fuck. of the Witch. Oh, um, I got Drive Angry up there. Both of you all love this. Man, movie. that movie was fucking insane. It was intense. I love it. That movie was tense. His, his wig looked I great. I said it's tits. I was like, <laughs> I love it. It was tits, yeah. <laughs> so, all I remember, the, the, the main thing that <laughs> yeah. sticks out to me in this movie, like, not only is it some ridiculous, you know, action film, so the beginning of the movie is just like Ghost Rider. He escapes from hell. <laughs> like it's what Ghost Rider should have been, Again. and like the devil's after him, so he escapes from hell to save his daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he ends up with this other chick, and uh, this other chick, yeah, this other chick. Well, that's I bring, the first chick. I, I bring her. I bring, <laughs> I, I bring her up because this, there's a scene, a specific scene. Um, so the devil's trying to get him back, so he's sending demons and everything. Yeah, set it up a little bit, Dave. <laughs> so uh, there's a scene where him and this girl go back to his hotel room, and he's like. He's like, we're going to have some alone time. So anyways, they're fucking. And he's fully clothed. He's fully, having sex. Fully clothed. With sex. just his fully. dick through the zipper, I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and demons break oh. in. So, like, instead of stopping like fucking, <laughs> he's just, like, spinning her around on top of him while shooting people. It's like it's like uh, think of think of the Matrix and a porn all together. How the fuck have I not seen this? I don't know. Oh my god! He like, never pulls out. <laughs> he <laughs> he just, never pulls out. He just oh, leaves it up, in, man. and he's killing people. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. You're gonna see me on YouTube just go off the screen. I almost fucking threw to completion. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you're going to anyway, watch this movie... I don't want to visualize this. <laughs> if you're going to watch the movie, watch it to that point at the very least. But it's it's a ridiculous action movie. That's all there is to it. It's just like if if they made a more adult Ghost Rider. Oh, and, and he doesn't catch on fire. it's a good one. The but first, he, has, he has a really cool car. Okay. The first thing I wrote down in that movie was just southern accents. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody in the movie is like, hey, if you didn't know, we're from the south down oh, here. Oh, no. But it's all people like that are grew up in southern California okay. doing a southern accent. Oh, shit. Also, it was filmed in 3D, so everything in the movie is just like. No, shit. I love 3D movies. I love shitty 3D movies. There's actually a description in the Wikipedia. Oh, please At do. a shady motel, Milton, while having sex with the waitress from a nearby bar, is attacked by King and his men, but he kills most of them. And then it goes, <laughs> that's <laughs> the fuck. He kills most of them. That, that, that's, the, that's the synopsis of that scene, so you should watch it just to see how he does it. It's, also, man of action, Tom Atkins is in the movie. Oh, shit. Oh, Tom, <laughs> Atkins. Tom Atkins. Everyone loves Tom Shows Atkins. up as like a police chief. He just says, thrill me all day. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> like, pretty much. Except for us. But, uh, yeah, that movie was... Stupid fun. 
And uh, oh, you, should, you should watch His it. name is also John Milton. John oh, of course. You know, Paradise, Paradise Lost. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody's in a writer's room like, uh, this thing writes itself. <laughs> John Milton. <laughs> driving, his, driving his hellish 69 Dodge Charger. That's fucking, okay, I'm going to buy it. I'm not even going to rent it's this so fucking good. movie. Okay, I hope, the, I hope I find, like, the really bad 3D version that you had. Oh, like, yeah. Not the good one. I want to find a bad one. Oh, man, I really hope it's it's out there somewhere. I want to find it now. So, yeah, I'm going to find like it. It's the like Friday the 13th Part 3 3D. Like, yeah. the whole movie is just like, hey. <laughs> With the floating Freddy He's going to shove this eye in your face. Oh, my God. The letters are exploding at you. So this is this is definitely where he's just taking whatever he can get to get money because he knows deep in his heart he's fucked. And the IRS like, is here to take everything. It's like him and Wesley Snipes. He's like, all right, let's just do whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, poor, poor, poor Wesley. Then you get to Ghost Rider too, Spirit of Vengeance. Yeah. Next. <laughs> that was enough for that. Uh, Why? Just, I mean, it's just it's just I got my hopes up again. It's like going back to an abusive relationship. Like, it's going to be different this time. And guess what? It wasn't oh at all. God. It was fucking awful. But I guess I guess it wasn't as bad as the first one. The effects looked better. Um, you know. That's all you got. I, I can't really. I can't you don't really have to make it painful. I, I just. I just. I just. <laughs> sounds wanted, like you're like. I wanted so much from this, man. I, I read the comics when I was a kid, and I thought it was going to be better. Yeah. I thought it was going to be better. Maybe when they make part three. Don't say that. <laughs> just reboot this fucking. Thing. I would see it though. I would. I would absolutely be there opening night and be like, "Yeah, this is going to be great." <laughs> Will you? Okay. I think this might be one that actually needs a reboot. Absolutely. It, it needs does. a gritty reboot. A gritty reboot. Yeah. And we'll get Zack Snyder to do it. And then it'll definitely <laughs> yeah. be awful. It'll be a three hour fucking slow motion extravaganza. Put that guy from Parks and Rec in there. Yeah, why not? He's in everything these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's move on to I, I put the USS Indianapolis. Uh, it's Men of Courage. So the reason that's on there is because that's the story that Quint talks about in the movie Jaws. That he was always on the Indianapolis. Okay. Doll's eyes. It sound, yeah, <laughs> doll's eyes. Um, it sounded like a really good premise. I, I actually bought this fucking movie. Uh, Mario Van Peebles directed it, and it's got oh, the wow. worst CG that I've seen. Oh, God. oh, no. Since, like, Lawnmower Man, okay? <laughs> it's bad. It's a Windows 95 screensaver. <laughs> it's so bad. And it's like, it's got, uh, has, like, a decent cast, and, like, like I like Marvel Van Peebles movies. I like you know Posse yeah. and you know New Jack City. And I guess you know did. fast forward thirty years and it's like, eh, I got two bucks. <laughs> I can afford Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Fuck, it's so bad. He's doing, no, he's doing whatever he can. Uh, you're right. This is the end. This is this is no. Well, no this, this is, is this, this is the mid. This is. Go ahead. You Dave. just got to think about it. Like okay, <laughs> he might not have done some of these later movies if he hadn't been audited by the IRS. We yeah. wouldn't have some of the movies that we're going to talk about later. You'd have another Leaving Las Vegas if yeah, it wasn't for the IRS. Yeah, yeah, you would have less fun movies. You wouldn't see Nicolas Cage fucking a woman and killing multiple people in yeah. a room. Without the IRS. Without pulling like, out. Thank you, IRS. The government did something right. <laughs> Thank you, government. But, I mean, you go, see, you, you go pretty far because you're already in 2016. There's one movie you forgot to mention. Oh, um, please put it on there. Frozen Ground. What? <clears throat> There's a movie called Frozen a Ground. A movie? No, it's not a skiing movie. What no, I'm thinking of. It's You're thinking of Adam Green's ski. Frozen. Uh, no, Frozen Ground. It's John Cusack you, and uh, Ace. <laughs> what? No, I'm lost. So it's John Cusack and Nicolas Cage. Everyone's lost. What? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's not the tagline. Carry on. Oh my god. 
All right, so Nicolas Cage is a uh, state trooper. This is a, it's a real story uh, about a serial killer in Alaska that was killing hookers. Um, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, uh, what was the uh, serial killer was Robert Hansen. Um, so it's a it's sort of a uh, more of a drama. So Nicolas Cage is a is a detective or he's a state trooper. He's trying to figure out who's killing all these people. Um, if you can look up, you can look up stuff about Robert Hansen if you want, or you can just watch the movie. It was actually. I actually liked it. It was it was it was very well acted. He didn't need a wig. He didn't um, need the wig. Well, he had the hat. Um, so <laughs> he, he had the cage hat. <laughs> no, but uh, that's one that I thought we should mention that wasn't on the list oh, because I you apologize. you went you you went you went way too far. I fucked up. But no, but that's okay because he's got so many movies at this point. I he, put I've got Pay the Ghost, which wasn't on our list. Pay the Ghost. Yeah. Pay the Ghost. So tell did us. You watch that one. I did not see that one. So it's like a. I like how you exhaled before you're gonna talk. Go into it. <laughs> shit, shit. Okay. So I, I wrote it's not down. Take over. Basically, like Nicolas Cage is married to this woman, like he is in every movie, who's 15 years younger than him. <laughs> it's, it's always, but uh, so it, uh, it takes place in Halloween. They live in New York. He takes his kid. Kid gets uh, kidnapped. Can't find him. So then he like a year goes by, and it's like uh, you know still trying to find him. So basically, he starts finding clues, and it's one of those movies where they say the name of the movie in it like twenty five times. When the kids in the beginning, he's like, "Dad, are you gonna pay the ghost?" Shut and then, the fuck up. and then later on, he's like walking around. He goes, "The outside of this wall, it says pay the ghost on it. What does that mean?" And like, like there's it says pay the ghost like twenty times in the movie. And, and basically, I'm just gonna nobody should ever watch this movie. I'm gonna ruin it. But please it's do. Like, I don't think I want to. It's just nothing but like jump scares, and it's one of those movies. And it's not Nicolas Cage's fault. Like he's fine in the movie. It's just one. They're just trying to copy all those other kind of ghost movies that are out, like The Conjuring and oh, but stuff just like no that. Talent. But just not good. Did he pay the ghost? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. the point here. So, um, <laughs> what a ghost yeah. take. How do you so, pay a ghost? Basically, the whole thing What's is their this, percentage. Uh, this Celtic witch returns to steal children as revenge for being killed in the 1600s. That's every fucking ghost movie. And then, so wait, did they pay him in children? But yeah, so <laughs> but oh, so like he's the he's saved. So then he goes to some crypt somewhere, and there's all these dead kids in there, and he finds his son, who I guess isn't dead, even though he's been in there like a year and hasn't been fed or anything. He's been eating. The, he's been he, living with these oh, ghost kids. He ate the other kids. Yeah, <laughs> there were a bunch of them. He in kept there. it juicy. So like he saves the kid, and then at the end of the movie, he just goes like, he's like, "Daddy, are we gonna go to the fair?" Talking about the beginning of the movie, and his mom like smiles, and she, he's like, he doesn't even remember a thing, and which just negates the entire movie. It's like, hey, it never happened. It might as well have been a dream. Oh, <laughs> like, I was just so angry by the end no. of that. Don't worry, that kid's gonna be like thirty-five one day, sitting on his couch eating a bowl of mac and cheese, and it's just all gonna come back to him. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, like, everybody, like, that's gonna be a whole movie. single bit of it. Just gonna come back to him. He's like, oh shit, pay the ghost. Yeah, and Nicholas Cage is like, he doesn't remember a thing. I'm like, what? Yay, repressed memories. So it is like God. the Catholic Church. It is like the Catholic Church. It's, good. it's just poorly written. Uh, there was a lot of movies. I actually kind of want to see it, Ace. I'm sorry. <sighs> it's on Hulu. <laughs> you can well, this is free. There, there were. He's got a lot of movies on Hulu, but there were a lot of movies in 2014. <laughs> you could tell, like he did that Left Behind movie. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that oh, because I thought it was the uh, Kurt Cameron version. I've seen like, the Kurt those? Cameron version. Okay, yeah. I, I, thought, I, I thought was forced was to same. go to church and is it the same? I thought it was. God damn it. No, no, no. There's two different ones. Because Left Behind, like, Kirk Cameron did this big, high religious, like, uh, like, 
you know, into the world movies, and he did like three or four of them. Yeah, and there's a whole. It's based on a series of books called Left, Left Behind, Behind, where it's like, but not you Nicholas know, like Cage. everybody gets raptured, and then That's you know, it. and then the Earth is a party because all those assholes are gone. Yeah, except that you know that works. It's it's like a bunch of Christian people like these are the bad people who are left behind and now you have to fight against all these people during the tribulation and all this like crazy Christian stuff Fucking scaring the shit out of people. Anyway. It is. It's basically a series of movies to like scare you to go to church. Well, <laughs> and well. Nicholas Cage was in. I was like, why? And this has to be. They must have paid him like crazy amount of money to do that. IRS do a reboot of a left behind movie. So it is a reboot of those fucking movies. Yeah. It's a Holy reboot shit. of the one Kirk Cameron did. I he did plays not. Kirk Cameron's okay, so character. I was right. That's why I didn't see it. Yeah. That's the reason I didn't it's see insane. it. Yeah, he did I was say, correct about something. He, he did You're several <laughs> other ones. He was in that Snowden movie about mm. uh, yeah. I mean that was that was actually a bigger movie. But I mean twenty sixteen was not a good good year for his his movies. Yeah, I mean yeah. there's some really bad ones in there. Yeah, then he did, uh, let's see. 2017. Which he did Mom and Dad. Mom and Dad, which was filmed in Louisville. Right around the corner. Yeah. Right around the corner, right From down the street. Yeah. yeah. You I know that right scene where the parents try to run across the football field to try to kill the kids? Right across the street from my house. Right across, <laughs> right down the street. Yeah. So yeah. I actually looked up, let's see, I got to find this. I looked up because I was like, because it talks about, you know, it filmed in Louisville. I wanted to just, I just hit the button in the Wikipedia thing just to see what they said about Louisville. And the first thing it just t- talks about is how we say the word three different ways. <laughs> and I was like, okay, back to the, back to, the, <laughs> back to the other page. I was like, great, Louisville, Louisville. These crazy Louisville. rednecks. Oh my goodness. They yeah. can't pronounce their city name. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, let's see. This is a, when I heard about this movie being filmed, I was excited, and then I found that it's the guy who directed Crank One and Two. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> and then I saw it, and I was like, "It's actually pretty fucking good." Yeah, yeah. it was. It was a pretty good movie, man. Yeah. I liked it. Oh, he also did the sequel to Ghost Rider. There you go, Dave. I just mm. I forgot about that. That's in my notes. Well, and my notes say parents want to kill their kids any way they can. And Samuel Blair. That's my notes. Yeah, Samuel Blair's great. I think I think after 2020, that's what a lot of parents think about. <laughs> I think it's probably good that movie wasn't on video on demand last year. Oh, God. <laughs> damn it. Damn. So I just be scrolling just through. Just go dark. Yeah, I'm just saying. If you're stuck with your kids all the time. Hmm. The thing I don't remember is I don't I didn't go back and rewatch it, but I don't I do not remember them giving it a reason why all the parents were trying to kill their children. Like there's a scene where like all of yeah. them go like to school. And you just like there's all like they're stabbing their children and they're like you know they're putting them in the closets yeah. and doing all this awful shit to them. I kind of like that though that there wasn't a reason. I like ambiguous films like Halloween, those kind of movies, yeah. the way they were originally intended. And I don't remember them. I was like, is there like an asteroid that went by or maybe, some satellite like Night of Living Dead or something? I maybe don't know. Rob Zombie will reboot this movie Shut and do a three-hour version where you hear the whole backstory of why the parents. So had yeah, evil it's gonna be it's gonna be Cherry Moon playing Selma Blair's part and Nicholas Cage will still be in it and be like, I am the devil. <laughs> I'm here to do the cage work. <laughs> Made to put you in this cage. All right, so so we're not we're not gonna go into that movie because I mean. I it was hey, it should. was good. It was shot in Louisville. It's and very that, simple. And that that's always fun when you can be like when you can watch a movie and be like, oh, I know where that is. Oh, I know where that was. And he was just around town the whole time, and he would go places. Yeah, I remember like seeing that Bill on the news a lot. Yeah. yeah, Bill Murray just, comes to this town a lot. I think he has family members. His son goes to U of L. Okay, yeah. So like, we'll see Bill Murray, and then for a while there we were seeing Nicholas Cage Nicholas and Cage. Justin Long, and yeah, like, yeah just, it was weird. Yeah. Random people that, that for some reason they shoot video movies here, but 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 what I'm saying, the guy from Crank One and Two was trying to find a cheap place to yeah. do it he wasn't he wasn't like like walking around with an entourage he would just go into like there's pictures of him going into little shops and just buying something yeah you know he bought one of 
uh, one of our friends, uh, Mia, sells little jewelry made of bones. Oh, that's he, right. He bought a necklace, and she was just ecstatic about it. I mean, oh, yeah, I would shit my pants. Did he give her, like, I a would, face Dave. waterfall? Don't look at me like that. He was like, <laughs> I want to take your face off. <laughs> take your face off. <laughs> so, Mom and Dad, it's a really cool 2017 exploitation film. Very graphic. Uh, parents just go crazy and hate their kids. And I remember the ending. I'm not going to spoil it. Who gives a fuck? He, uh, I, I am going to spoil it. He's just like, I love you guys so much. I just want to. And then the movie ends. So you don't I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's I great. was like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> you forgot they about that? They ran yeah. out of money. You, you forgot the movie just ends in the middle of the <laughs> <Yeah>. line. <laughs> it's just like, wait, what? Okay. <laughs> Anyways. So like, the next the next movie that we're going to talk about is Mandy. Mandy. The uh, drug-fueled movie that introduced us to uh, Cheddar Goblin and uh, Cage. That, 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 if you haven't seen this movie, let's sort of set it up. Okay, yeah. So the movie is is very, very visual. It's a very visual movie. Uh, there's not a whole lot of dialogue in the first. Well, there's that opening quote at the beginning. Yeah. Which I looked up, which is apparently this guy said it as he was being, he was like on death row. And there was like the, it's uh, What's the quote? Don't say it. When I die, bury me deep, lay two speakers at my feet, put some headphones on my head, and rock and roll me when I'm dead, which is Douglas Roberts, who was convicted of kidnapping, robbery, and murder, and executed by lethal injection in 2005. Oh, wow. And that's where that quote comes from. At I the have heard of the that movie. quote many times. I've yeah. seen it on shirts or CDs or, you know, yeah. like album covers. That's very familiar. I thought it was from a song or something, and then I looked it up and I was like, wow, it's not what I thought it was from. The last guy, his last words. So directed by Panos uh, Cosmodos, or Chasm, how, how do you pronounce it there? Uh, uh, Cosmostos? Uh, yeah, he did uh, uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow, Yeah, yep. uh, which is a fantastic fucking movie, uh, written by Panos and Aaron Stewart. Uh, let's see, produced by Elijah Wood and like 18 other motherfuckers, yeah. but and Elijah Wood helped make this movie he's happen. He's also the son of George Cosmos. <clears throat> yep. Oh, yeah. Director of Leviathan. Yeah. Rainbow Cobra. First Blood Part Two. Cobra. Cobra. Cobra's Tombstone. a fucking great movie. Two of the greatest movies ever made. Um, uh, see, music by Johan Johansson, who actually died right after the movie, and that really pissed me off because that soundtrack is amazing. Yeah, it's really so good. good. Uh, it's what is it? Yeah, it's very Tangerine Dream. Good. Dennis, our producer, just was like, that's a good point. Very uh, shot by Ben Loeb, and that's really important because, like Dave said, the visuals are just that's the that's the beat of that's yeah. the meat of the fucking movie. I love the title cards, just like in between stuff, and then it really doesn't even say the name of the movie to like halfway through, and it's like Mandy and like black metal font as it's like spreading out across yeah. the screen, which I the think movie's, is great. The movie's so definitely even, got a vibe to it. Yeah, we're, yeah. Not, we're, we're going on about all the awesomeness, and we're not even talking about what the <laughs> movie right, so, is about. The movie so tell us, Dave. It's fun to look at. Do a synopsis. Uh, like so have you ever taken a lot of drugs? <laughs> 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 that's that's what this movie's like. So uh, the movie, the, the movie, the, the basis synop- basic synopsis of the movie is Nicolas Cage and his woman, love wife, of his life, love of his life. I don't. Yeah, they never say exactly if it's his wife or they're like kind well, of they, they hinted. All right, so the love of his life. They live in this little cottage, and this fucking Manson family cult decides that you know what. I want that girl. Children of the New Dawn. You see her walking down the road. Yeah, you see her walking down the road, and they're like, hey, that one. So what they do, they go in the middle of the night. They've got fucking demons with them, apparently. And uh, <laughs> they they kidnap her, and, uh, yeah, he breaks. They, like, he, he, they, oh, it's no. It's awful. They, yeah, yeah they, kid, they kidnap yeah. her, and they do, they do some horrible things. And visually, I, I, it's hard to explain. So but, they break in. They tie him up. 
they want her to Barbara. be a part of the family. They have Barbara in his mouth, don't they? Yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 they tie him up outside. They're trying to basically mind meld her into thinking that they're the leader of their of their cult is God. And then he gets he does he gets his long spiel, pulls out his dick, and she just laughs at him. Yeah. And he's like, I was wrong. Because <laughs> he's like, you're my queen. You're like the future of our world. And then she's like, look at this little baby dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, I was wrong. Fuck you. So they take her outside. Stab, fuck, his name is Red. Stab him where he, they think, I guess he's going to slow die. Tie her up and burn her alive right in front of him. Yeah. Which is horrible. He's like, they fucking burned her yeah. alive. I burned her alive. I mean, she just shakes him. They show the whole scene. And then she just drops into the fire. It's fucking awful. They just leave. And he yeah. cries. Nicholas Cage does Nick, some crying. He, he, he does some crying. And this is some of his best acting <sighs> coming up. Because after, after that, he gets out and he walks into the house. And uh, if anybody's ever, I, th- I think I've been in the situation before. The rage? Yeah, you're just so pissed off. You're sitting on your toilet in your underwear and a T-shirt drinking a bottle of vodka, which was in the bathroom, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> he just said a whole fucking fifth of vodka in there. Well, I think he's re- they're both recovering drag-, yeah. drag addicts and alcoholics, and he was just like, I know where he's my like stash is. He's like hiding it from himself or he's somebody. Just screaming. And he does a primal cage rage yeah it's 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 definitely a cage rage which is justified <laughs> and so at this point he goes and sees bill motherfucking duke yeah and he's so like, that scene's a, so good I oh love it's it so, so good much. he goes <laughs> wait from predator yeah so he goes see bill duke and bill duke's like dead eyes he's like you, you, there's no coming back from this and then he goes and forges a fucking axe in the, the span beast. of like i don't know Ten minutes. Yeah, and the this badass fucking battle axe is a replica of the F from uh, Celtic Frost. Celtic Frost F. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, uh, which is badass. We well, can't you can't gloss over Bill Duke giving that line about the the fucking demon bikers. Where yeah, he's just talking skulls. about him. He's like, and they were in pain, man. He goes, you know what? They liked it. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, God. So what Dave, like, they have demons with them is because they go off into the woods and they use this conch and they do this weird, like, whistleblow. They show up, sacrifice one of their own, so they will make this whole thing, like, where they, you know, kidnap her and all that stuff and all that happens. So, what is it? They That's when they go... The fuck? What am I missing? I know I'm, I'm Cheddar Goblin. I'm taking. I'm taking. Well, the movie. Oh yeah, Cheddar Goblin. You can't miss no, that. that's not. <laughs> they, they <laughs> call, that's how they call it. Cheddar Goblin. Cheddar uh, like Goblin. I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up some of the plot points, but uh, you know, he, he called the demon. I forgot why they did that. Is that before they get they pick they go 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 to the house to get Mandy and all of that or what? The demons are there. Yeah, that's the, the demons demon. are there. Yeah, they're the black yeah. skulls. They're just, they're just LSD fucked up. You know, well, he does like a huge amount of cocaine like in that house after he kills that one. Yeah, but that's later on. Is that later on? Yeah, yeah man. See, you we're all in, you know why we're all <laughs> fucked up when we watch this movie. I can't remember being sober and watching it. I've seen it like four times. I was never sober. God damn it, Dave. But <laughs> the movie, the movie itself, man, like it's just it's 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 really visually. It's a great movie to watch. There's a lot of there's a lot of quiet, but the soundtrack carries the movie. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite scenes is uh, when he meets Richard Brake, which is the guy that is supplying them all the acid. If you don't remember, Richard Brake was in uh, Three from Hell. He was in Thirty One. We talked about him on the the Rob Zombie. Oh, he's episode. amazing. Yeah. Rob, Rob Zombie episode. He's he's fucking awesome. He's a great actor. He's the chemist. <laughs> so he's a chemist, and it's just this weird scene. Like you can tell he's fucked up out of his mind there's a tiger and it's the tiger on lsd we don't know 
<laughs> the yeah. tiger on LSD. But they, they have a, they have a really good conversation back and forth. This started out to be a really good like synopsis, and we're just jumbling a whole movie <laughs> it's just, because it is an acid trip. It, it, it's it's it is all over the when place. When he hunts down the black skulls and kills them one by one, and then like then there's like a big badass chainsaw fight. Chainsaw fight. It's yeah. fucking great. And that and guy's the, name is yeah. Clement Barrett, and he plays his brother Klopek. And that's that's I had to look that up. I was like, what's the fucking name of that guy? Brother Klopek. Yeah, right. Like, like yes, like from the Burbs. Picture came from frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, um, so yeah, we're totally fucking up the whole thing of this plot of the movie. But yeah, I think I I, I cannot think it works <laughs> because you're when you're gonna watch this movie, you're gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of that in the movie. And, and again, I'll bring it up. Cheddar Goblin. Cheddar Goblin is like a small th- commercial that they're watching on TV, and it's like the '80s. By the way, this movie set in the '80s, and it's. Goblin, you know, it's goblin good. Vomiting mac and cheese on these children. On children, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's it's very it's it, it's a hard to describe movie other than like it's it's a revenge movie. It's yeah. a revenge film. You know, somebody dies and he he's he's out for vengeance, man. He's gonna fucking get all it these does. people. He makes an axe. It's sort of like, um, I, I I brought it up before, but if you uh, the scene from Commando where Arnold goes into the shed and just gets everything and then just murders everybody, but on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Arnold was on drugs at the time, but yeah. I'm just saying. It's a, that, that's We're a good, on drugs That's now. a good way to, that's a good synopsis, yeah. I think. I, but it's it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. The soundtrack is amazing. Um, it's, you know, it's 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 not like the most high-budget film, but. It doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. You know, and it didn't This is the beginning of him getting of, his shit back together, I think. Yeah, well, I mean. This is the point where, like, I think he can see, like, you know, he's done a few, like, sort of genre, like, horror films and stuff. And he, it's it's okay to be this cheesy actor. It's okay to be this ridiculous, over-the-top person. I think this is where he's hitting. He's starting to hit his stride because from here he's starting to get big titles again. But he's also still doing the the lower budget stuff but we'll you know we'll get to that so from there i mean in 2017 he does cartoons i mean he does teen titans go yeah and he he's superman he's, he's superman so i mean you know he's got he's got you know spider-man into the spider-verse he was spider-man noir and you it was know, so great when you heard his voice yeah like, when you heard his cage, voice it's, fucking, it's the cage um uh, i've got between worlds up there now I haven't seen that one. Okay, a lot of people have not. Apparently, I I watched it the other day, and the, for my first note was awful title. <laughs> it's uh, written and directed and produced by uh, Maria Perula, and she wanted to make it like a David Lynch film. So, and it's not oh, God, at I, all. That does not sound like a way to yeah, sell it. She tried. A movie. I could see it. <laughs> And the movie I'm talking about is called Between Worlds 2018. And uh, the music's by Jason, uh, Jason uh, Solosky. And it's some kind of like some of the main themes are actually by Angelo uh, Bad Elementi, who did like a lot of the tw- uh, Twin Peaks and David Lynch movies. Yeah, so I could see where it's yeah. going. He even, they even use uh, music from Lost Highway. It's like the Manson version of the. Of, uh, what I the put fuck? a spell on you. Yeah, that's in there. I love that soundtrack. Uh, it's got a Black Flag song in there. So there's, there's some cool like things going on in this movie. Uh, <laughs> It's very fucking weird. I think you should check it out. It's very like Manson style. Like, um, fuck. It's hard to explain that the the, the synopsis. I'm the worst. If you, if you know the, the if you know my uh, the, I if you watch this watched podcast, and if you know I'm the worst at synopsis, I always try to throw it to somebody else. And neither one of you have seen this movie. I tried. <laughs> I, it looked like it was like some kind of like romance movie. That it just the description of it did not make me want to watch it. 
Well, okay, Cage is Joe Majors. Actually, I found some of my notes. And Joe, he's, he's Joe Majors, a down-on-his-luck truck driver that is haunted by visions of his dead wife and daughter. Glad I wrote some of this down. Uh, he saves a woman, her name is Frankie Potentate, uh, being choked to death by a truck stop shitter. In, in a truck stop shitter or by a truck stop shitter. I throw up every time I walk into one. Uh, he finds out the woman needs to be choked almost to death to keep reviving her hospitalized teenage daughter who almost died in a motorcycle accident. I said that all in one breath. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I couldn't remember. Like, the, the, it's really weird. Okay, then he, <laughs> then we find out that Cage's dead wife has like, has possessed the body of the girl uh, who she's trying to save, who gets revived. So when she passes, like, apparently she passes away during one of her attempts to be revived. His yeah. dead wife's spirit jumps in the body. Yeah, it gets weird God. because all she because she now she wants to fuck Nicholas Cage. You've already lost me, man. Yeah, I, it's gonna get weirder. There's a weird scene where the the girl starts filling herself up and she's a teenager. I'm like, well, my note was I feel weird. Yeah, <laughs> but wait, there's more. There's there, there is. There's like it's, it's mostly sex scenes and weird fucking scenes like that. Like the, the sex scene where Cage is deciding the Exorcist fuck me dialogue mm. is funny as hell. Like Jesus, fuck you. <laughs> There's another sex scene of his of his reading from a book of memoirs of Nick Cage. It's on the cover. I had to make that note because I was watching it. I had to pause it. It's like, does that say what I think it says? Um, okay, this is a pretty. This is my note. This is a pretty fucked up film that has nothing like David Lynch's movies, but it's still fucked up. Uh, Cage's wigs rating is about a four. I think that's most of my ratings on his wigs. Where's his uh, forehead in this movie? Is it it's, like it's, uh, yeah, kind of more forward? Uh, let's see what else I can find. Let's see. He still has a flip phone in 2018, so you know he's definitely down on his luck truck driver. <laughs> and the IMDb, the IMDb, IMDb. I know I'll go. never get it correct, guys. Are the the tags are kinky sex, sex scene, truck driver, male under underwear, and bare chested male. That's all my notes. Just well, that's, uh, Between Worlds 2018. I don't think I need to see that one. <laughs> so from the and he did a lot. So in 2018, he started oh doing a lot God. of direct video on demand yeah. movies. There's lots of them, and then he did a ton of them in 2019, and then he did one not direct video, which was Color Out of Space. Color Out of Space is badass. Richard so Stanley's good. masterpiece of a comic book of a cosmic horror film. Uh, I am such a fan of Ridley, uh, Richard Stanley's films. Like, Hardware is fucking awesome. I love Hardware. Like, uh, that's one of my top ten. <laughs> yeah, this was uh, written by Stanley and Scarlett uh, Ameris and then produced by Elijah Wood again. Uh, and then everyone knows the story of Richard Stanley, and it's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? If you don't, he's a piece of crap. Like, yeah. This is supposed to be a trilogy of movies. Yeah, everyone and, was really excited yeah, about this movie when it came out. Couldn't stop being a piece of shit. Very H.P. Lovecraft. <laughs> that was very H.P. Lovecraft There's of him. a scene yeah. that uh, my friends... There's a scene where, my, 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 well, during the movie, one of my friends' wives fell asleep. She was in another room, and she just heard me and my friend uh, Tom, who's the drummer in this movie, uh, this band called Stagecoach Inferno, and she just woke up saying, I just heard you guys going, holy shit! I was like, yeah, that's the mom scene. If you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about, where she just yeah. comes out of the darkness. If Oh, yeah. my God, Lovecraft film. This is one of the best I've ever seen. And I love Lovecraft films. Up to this point, I would say from Beyond and Dagon, those are my favorites. Yeah. yeah. 
Stuart Gordon Stuart pretty Gordon, much re- like rolled that. He did. He he made the best. His his team of like Dennis Paoli, him, Jeffrey Combs, whatever. That's that. Those are those movies. I know he's not in. Uh, Jeffrey Combs is not in Dagon, but that movie's amazing too. Especially the the feel and the, you get the Lovecraft. Uh, like the, everything is wet and it needs yeah. to be. It's all fishy. It's fucked up. And this one takes it to another level. The thing I like the most about this one is they they cast a black guy as the uh, the guy who's like coming to the house to check on yeah. the the area. I was like, oh, that's a big fucking Lovecraft. Oh, yeah. The hydrologist. Yeah, as much as I love this movie, it was a huge bomb. Yeah, that's huge. crazy. Well, I mean, this movie was originally The Curse with Will Wheaton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Which my God. I saw that actually before I saw this movie. Yeah. And yeah, but I was like watching The Curse and I was like, and it said like based on the color out of space. And I was like, Oh shit! So yeah, if you ever want to see a really bad version of this movie, just check that one out. There's actually a, a Boris Karloff movie uh, based on the story too, and I think it's called Die Monster Die. It's actually pretty good. It's fun. It's 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 sixties movie, yeah. uh, very Roger Corman esque. Um, it's the same story, just adap- you know, adapted that way. Uh, so Elliot Knight is the hydrologist for the damn company and I was like that's fucking cool that's that's the, that's the black guy yeah. in the movie I was like ha ha he's fuck the you. hero of the movie I know <laughs> he's so I thought that was such a big middle finger yeah. to Lovecraft so if you're a Lovecraft fan you know what I'm talking about I'm a Lovecraft fan but I'm yeah. glad the fucker's dead yeah right <laughs> well we'll never get the Dunwich Horror which is supposed to be the next movie yeah because yeah. Richard Stanley fucked his career by being a piece of shit yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but that's okay fuck that guy anyways so we can go on to the next movie what is what is next from Willie's there? Wonderland Willie's Wonderland Oh yeah! By the way, you should go watch uh, *Color Out of Space*. It's on. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's he on, also has uh, a Miskatonic University shirt on at the beginning of yeah. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Comes full circle. Now Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> no wait, we we missed no jujitsu. Well, it says no, that. I don't want to. Did no, you see jujitsu? Yeah, I started I got, watching. I got it. motion sickness. There's no jujitsu in jujitsu. I don't know. You were laughing, but I tried to watch that fucking movie. No, there really wasn't. There really wasn't. It there was, wasn't. I watched about half of it, and I'm like, I can't do this shit. It's well, all in first person. Like, yeah. half of it is just, like, fucking people jumping around and doing karate uh, tricks. I, I don't know. I got mad and looked it up. I was like, oh, they're taking the term literally because of what it, of, of what I forgot what the definition of jiu-jitsu was, but that was what they were trying to interpret. And I was like, you made a movie out of the word? Oh With God. Nicolas Cage in a, like a sci-fi fantasy epic. I mean, uh, okay, whatever. They Sounds spent a lot terrible. of money on it though. But at least Wonderland. Uh, let's get to let's, let's get a to story the- about a man who really loves his car and grape soda. Yeah, he's just the fucking janitor and doesn't yeah. say one well, word. So the movie, he yeah. he breaks down. His car breaks down in this town, and they're like, "Hey, you know, we can help you fix your car, but we'll do it for free." So if you could just clean this uh, Chuck E. Cheese uh, tonight, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll fix it for you. We're going to lock you in there. Don't worry. There's plenty of grape soda. And that's literally how the movie starts. And he goes in and he, he cleans. He cleans. Oh, by the way, he doesn't fucking talk at all. Not at all. At all in this movie. Line. I kept waiting for him to have at least one line at the end of the movie. Oh, right. Where he would just be like, Fuck you, or something like right, do, do a cage race. Yeah, he just he never cl- did it. Yeah, like the, like the, first, the, first, the first half of it is just like him. Like he's cleaning up. Takes a break, goes play some pinball, drinks his grape soda. He has that break time. It always has to be at the right time. And then, uh, I love that part of the movie though, where like they would always stop and he'd be like, <laughs> like, and they like him drinking the fucking break time. But the, but the other, but the other part of the plot, teenagers from the town, yeah. are like that place is fucking evil. People die there. A bunch of people died there. We've got to burn it to the ground <laughs> from the inside. From the inside. So yeah. the teenagers are going to burn it from the ground. Meanwhile, Nicholas Cage, Nick Cage, Nick Cage is inside. And he gets attacked by one of these giant animatronics. Now, if you have ever seen like the game Five Nights at Freddy's, it's the same premise yeah. with yeah, Nicolas Cage. Told. Very much. 
But uh, the and first the, one, the first one was really good. The first banana kill. Banana Splits. Was that kind yeah, of banana Splits. Splits. That was a, it to a, a sci-fi film. A sci-fi yeah. film. Yeah. yeah. They probably heard about this but one. But in this one, they're possessed. They're possessed. They're possessed by a band of Satanists. He yeah. straight up urinal stomps that one guy. <laughs> like, he like puts his face in the urinal like, God. Yeah, the fights are pretty brutal. Like, yeah. just for, for what they are, there's no, like, real gore in it. Like, as far as, like, when he's fighting Yeah, this could be monsters. a PG movie. Yeah, it's it's really it's really tame because I mean he rips the ostrich's head off after he beats the shit it, like it pecks him once and tells him he's gonna swallow his soul or something and he just like touches his face he's like I've got it's my blood yeah he doesn't say it but <laughs> if he like, would say it it's what he would like, say nobody makes me bleed my own blood <laughs> oh my god and then he just beats the shit out of him rips his rips his head off it's so bad but it's so good at the same time. This is one of those movies that people either really like or really don't. Uh, I've seen like and I, I've haven't seen too many like meh, you know, because now we're in that generation of yeah. eh, the movies meh. It's either good or you, you like it or you don't. I, I told one of the guys I work with him like, man, you gotta check us out, and he just sold him on. He came back. It was like a few Fridays ago. He came back on a Monday. He's like, dude. He's like, I finished it. But what the fuck? <laughs> I was I like, but wasn't it fun? He's like, eh, not really. He's well, like, like, my uh, wife walked in and was like, what the fuck are you watching? Adam Rifkin was like an executive producer of it. There's who's, 18 producers in this movie, yeah. along with Elijah Wood. Well, he's the one I noticed the first because he did. He's like Psycho Cop, uh, Returns, Invisible Maniac. Yeah, uh, he did the Chase with Charlie Sheen. Oh, okay, yeah, but yeah, he did. I was joking about Elijah Wood. I was yeah. just like, it's always Elijah Wood oh, yeah, and 18 yeah. other fucking producers. But yeah, Adam Rifkin, he's great. He does a lot of like crazy movies, especially Invisible Maniac. That movie's insane. It is. Uh, directed by Kevin Lewis uh, and written by Gio Parsons. And let's see. It's shot by the dude who shot Danzig's Verotic. I made that <laughs> oh, note. God. Oh, man. Yeah. This was a good movie for well, him. So he, he's he's moving fucking. up in the world because if you've ever seen that Verotica movie, I've only seen about half of it. It was fucking bad. Oh, dude. Even he, Rachel didn't like it. So the guy's name is David Newbert, and he's got like 60 credits to his 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 his, uh, his accomplishments. He's the most accomplished person in the movie, and that's his other big movie is Dancing Variety. What was everything else? Just like Dude, I don't I didn't make I didn't write down any of that shit. Soap I never operas. It. Yeah. It's like one life to live, <laughs> days of our lives. This movie was a bomb too, but that was because it it, it was supposed to be released. It was released during the whole COVID pandemic. Yeah, I went to the theater and actually saw this one. Yeah, oh, you wow. risked your life to see this, Steve. Well, no, the great thing about going to the movies during the pandemic, everyone every Friday at like the prime time, like nine o'clock, me and two people, nothing, Man. nobody, the whole fucking yeah. time, nobody. Every Friday, I would go to the movies, and people were like, "You're crazy." I was like, "Dude, they spray it down." Some places that had like yeah. the big foggers, they would go to seat to seat because I would watch them, and then yeah. I was like, "Fucking a!" And then I'd bring my own wipes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everything was super, that. super. Uh, That's great. There was nobody there when <laughs> Why I. Why uh, didn't you tell me? My girlfriend. And we started dating in like January, and she's like, "No, I'm not. I, I'm immune compromised." I was like, "Trust me. There's nobody there. <laughs> it's our secret. It's great. It was. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so the director of Willy's Wonderland thought it was going to be like uh, Pale Rider versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space. That was his idea when he made this movie. Uh, he didn't. He didn't get that. He didn't achieve that at all. Well, here's the thing, which is funny because I wrote this down. Which is funny because one of the 18 producers was the good cop from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He's the blonde <laughs> dude. I can't remember his fucking name because I didn't even write it down. But I, I saw his face on the on the Wikipedia or whatever. I was like, holy shit, that's the guy from Killer Clowns from Outer Space <laughs> who thought that this movie would be just like Pell Rider versus Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So wow. 
So yeah, as far as that, I mean, we're pretty much caught up on the on the cage here. Well, you're leaving out the best part of the movie, which oh, there's so many though. Freebird playing the entire song at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's like they wanted to take it back from Rob Zombie. <laughs> like, I was like, are they really gonna play Freebird at the end of this movie? The whole movie, it's a whole <laughs> song. It's like that is not necessary. That had, it's, it's how never, much of the budget went to them using Freebird? If anybody plays Freebird, it's not necessary. That's why they couldn't afford his dialogue. They were like, yeah. you can't, you can't say a word. He doesn't even like get get K-Rage. He doesn't do the, you know, yeah. he doesn't get crazy in this movie. He was just he, like, I'll be in the movie. Yeah. I just, I'm not going to talk. That's, that's the pale writer aspect. <laughs> yeah. He just, he's like the man with no name, but he doesn't talk either. Like, I'm going to help you. There's that huge fucking fight. And then he has to stop because it's break time. Goes to drink his fucking, his, his drink. And then yeah. he comes back to fight more. It's like, everybody's dying. Everybody's getting killed. He's like, I'll be right back. But he doesn't say I'll be back. He just takes off. It's also got that one, uh, the, Who's like the sheriff? That woman. She was in like Donnie Darko. Yeah, um, she's great because she always plays somebody who you like. She's really good at making you not like her. Yeah, she's the mom. Sparkle motion. Yeah. Sp- yeah, she's sparkle the- motion. Starting <laughs> to question your dedication. <laughs> so we're, we are coming to the end, Dave. You're correct. We've yeah, got we two are. movies that neither one of nobody's seen. I don't think anybody's seen actually. Well, there's, there's there's a couple movies he's got coming out. He's got he's got. Uh, prisoners, prisoners of Ghostland. I don't know anything about it. The premise says a notorious criminal hero, played by Nicolas Cage, is sent to rescue the governor's daughter, escape from New York, I guess, or LA. I don't know. Yeah, it's what it sounds who, like. Who has disappeared into a dark supernatural universe to escape the nightmare world? Hero must break the evil curse controlling the mysterious Ghostland. Gonna watch it day one. I'm gonna mm-hmm. steal the governor's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal the ghosts. Uh, he knows how to pay the ghosts, right? He pays the ghosts. Yeah, he just oh, goes he in. It's like I've done this before. Everything comes full circle. Give me the governor's daughter. Here's some. Uh, here's here's some children, <laughs> and uh, maybe they won't remember anything. Um, other than that, we've got. If you haven't seen a trailer for this yet, Pig. It's a movie called Pig. Yeah. And uh, so, if you had John Wick, but John Wick actually had a truffle pig, and he was an old man, and he lived in a shed and a cottage. Um, that's the, that's what the movie looks like. He's got this pig, and if you watch the trailer for it, it's like, oh shit, he's got this pig, and he's it's all happy, and and then people just break in and steal his pig, but it's a truffle pig. And, you don't you know, fuck with a pig. Well, what do you do with a truffle pig? A truffle hey. pig. Whoa, a truffle, a truffle, <laughs> whoa, Ace. They were they were very close. Apparently, we don't. I mean, truffle truffle is very expensive. You know, so yeah. that's a very expensive pig. The only thing and, I know about truffles is whatever I learned from Curb Your Enthusiasm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it it appears that he's just going on a quest to find this pig. And, it, like, in the trailer, it's, like, really emotional. And there's, like, Oscar winner Nicolas Cage. And I'm like... Is this is this Oscar? Is this Oscar bait? Yeah. Are they are they trying to get some sort of award for it? All I know is I'm there. If it was I'm a Miramax movie. He won I'm going an Oscar 25 years ago. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Oh Once you win God. an Oscar, you always win an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. They should have put that at the beginning of like Willie's Wonderland. It was like <laughs> Oscar, Oscar winner Nicholas <laughs> Nick Cage. Nick Cage. I mean, uh, if you want, she won an Oscar. I mean, shit. Oh, I would never stop talking about it. You I'd probably got a bowling trophy or some shit from when you were a kid. It would be sitting hers. on this table right now. and would be like, hey, yeah. you guys remember that time I won an Oscar? Yeah. And a pac still has hers on her Chevy truck. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's the hood ornament. Dude. The other one I've got written up there is the unbearable weight of massive talent. And which it's supposed is, to come out in 2022. Which is, yeah, which is just apparently Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage, who's a CIA agent. And, uh, yeah, that's, I don't, there's not a whole lot known about it, but, uh, it's got that whole, it, from what I read, it looks like that whole JCVD vibe where they're gonna, that's it's what like, I thought. it's, he's playing himself, 
but he's not. I, I don't know. I, I don't like know. how you're just. We have no idea. We, we don't Nobody know. Nobody does. We don't know. That could it's not be the meta. plot at all. Well, we found a fake trailer, and it was just like this is like pieces from the movie Knowing. And it was actually a trailer for the movie Knowing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but I actually looked up uh, while we're talking about Nicolas Cage on alone for the last hour and a half. I looked up. He. For, I just said Nicolas Cage websites. There is a VR simulation website, and it's called Cage Rage. So it's supposed to give you the idea of what it was like to be like behind Nicolas Cage's eyes. And it's a website, and I looked it up, and I I actually went into it, and it's just... <laughs> and it has like a little like link at the bottom. You touch it, and there's like like 3D glasses, and then it puts those over your eyes. You could be I'm not Nic- exaggerating, by the way. It's exactly what it is. Cage it's like rage. you could be in Nicolas Cage's eyes as he opens a letter from the IRS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh god. It reminds me of like you know, like a, like a normal VR, like where you move around your house and everything starts moving, and it's just like everything just starts shaking. That's the fucking. I'm not kidding. And the other one was, let's see, Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage is everyone. It's like that. It basically puts his face on everything that you put on there. Face swap for Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I don't know. Those are the two websites. I was just bored. Face swap for Nicolas Cage. You can, yeah. I mean, there are tons it's of the memes. Face off sequel. You can you can <laughs> face swap. Off. Oh no! <laughs> I was in. I was in. Nicolas Cage is everywhere. And just to tell how how he is everywhere, I was in uh, Chicago and I uh, was walking around. And I'll, I'll I'll post this on the group. But there was just a picture. It was a flyer, and it just said "Rock of Cages." And it was Nicolas Cage. It was a picture of Jesus holding the cross, but it was Nicolas Cage's face on it. Oh my! It was God. amazing. Speaking of speaking of amazing things, just looking just to see what the new Nicolas Cage news is, and the first article that comes up is Nicolas Cage will tackle his greatest role, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh man! All I could say is, you know what? This guy, this guy, he's got he he knows what's up. Like he was, <laughs> he started. He's he, he. We all know he's a weird fucking dude. And he started, and he got he got all his popularity and fame. He won an Academy Award. We were reminded recently by in that movie pig trailer, but <laughs> then he he's just he's just a weird dude, and he does these he like I said he does these genre movies, but he also does these serious movies, and that's that's cool because some people don't want, they they won't do the B horror films or they won't do the low budget stuff because they don't want to get you know sort of pigeonholed in that that little section of the world you know or yeah. a, a film. And he doesn't give a shit, apparently. He just does whatever he wants. And I think that's awesome. Oh, I love Nicholas. We don't have a lot of actors like that anymore that'll do, like, you know, fucking Willy's Wonderland and then, you know, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. (laughs) There's a big big dynamic here. So I, I appreciate that. And I cannot fucking wait for the day he starts doing conventions. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's he? He's got to be in his what is he? Fifty, sixties now? So I don't think he's fifty-seven. Yet. He's yeah, fifty-seven. He's okay, so, so I thought he was at least sixty. So we're now we're just now getting Lewis Gossett Jr. So thirty years from now, <laughs> Nicholas Cage will be doing conventions. Yeah, it's gonna be and great. His hairline will be fully back here. No, it's gonna look amazing. He'll have a Travolta hairline, which is, always changes they every spray single it on. day. Oh my God, the helmet hair that Travolta has is great. Um, I guess we should just wrap this up, man. That was fucking hilarious. Favorite uh, Nicolas Cage movie. Don't Go. do this to me, Dave. No, do it. Come on. Just oh, say Wild at Heart. That's yeah, what you're going to say. It is. It's Wild at Heart or Mandy. Uh, and we just butchered the whole fucking synopsis of, of Mandy, but it doesn't matter. I just love watch it. Drugs. Okay. Wild at Heart. All right. Wild at Heart. Ace. I'm going to pick a favorite good one and a favorite bad one. My favorite good one is probably Mandy. Uh, my favorite just bad one that I watch any time of the day would be Con Air. Con Air. Con Air. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Yeah. See, I uh, for me, I mean, 
Fuck, man. There's so many good ones here. There's so many good movies. We know it's not the knowing because nobody can make through it. Just say USS Indianapolis. <laughs> USS. <laughs> I don't know, man. We love you, Mario Van Peoples. <laughs> Drive Angry is fucking up there. I need to watch that. Drive Angry. <laughs> Drive Angry is up there. It is. It is. It is peak craziness. Nicholas Cage. It is just so fucking batshit crazy. <laughs> if you, I mean, it's it's probably it's probably uh, uh, it's definitely up there. Uh, Drive. I mean, we didn't really talk about it. Raising Arizona is really good, though. It is, but we're talking about movies that are. are you know, on this list. I know it's on the list. Okay, The Rock. It's not on there. Shut the fuck up. The Rock, man. <laughs> fucking, is it, I almost said anything else. Sean Connery. You like Ghost Rider. Sean Connery. Sean- I'm buying that for Christmas. Yeah, whatever. I'll just fucking Ghost Rider. I love, no, it's The Rock. It's The, the Rock. Rock. That's all it is. That's great. Sean Connery is the ex-convict that broke out of Alcatraz. The Rock. <laughs> he broke out. And now he's breaking back in to help the nerd. Stop the terrorists oh my God. who are actually government officials who are military. That oh, fuck. it's a Michael Bay movie. It's got to have explosions and yeah. you know really slow mo. Back before we knew what we were getting with Michael Bay, it was like a deal with the devil. Yeah, like Armageddon. I don't mm. hate that movie. All right, we're not gonna talk about fucking Michael Bay. Fuck him. It got a Criterion okay. fucking edition. So we're gonna we're, Armageddon. We still did. can't believe it. I know. No. All right, get us out of here, Dave. Fuck it. I yeah. love you guys. Thank yeah. you all for tuning in. You can we find are now in twenty seven countries. We're in twenty seven countries. What the hell's wrong with? And people? you can find Nicholas Cage in your heart. That's where you can find. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, you can find us on Anchor FM, Breaker, uh, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Castbox. Thank you to everybody listening. We'll be we're on Facebook, uh, Louisville Gore Club Podcast, uh, fucking YouTube. Uh, we're we're also in your hearts. Bye, bye, guys. See ya. Gore Club.